0: Hi, I'm Travis Foray, and this is the Returns Management Podcast by Return Logic, the show where we connect e-commerce store owners together through casual discussion and examine current myths and trends to keep you up to date on everything happening in the e-commerce world. On today's episode, we're covering everything warranty. First, we'll define what a warranty is, talk about the warranty market and why it's becoming so popular, touch on why warranties are important to shoppers, and much, much more on today's episode. So stick around. My name is Travis Ferrey, and I'm a product marketing specialist here at Return Logic. And today, I am joined by david gonzalez senior growth marketer here at return logic so without further ado let's get this show started as always let's start off by
1: defining what a warranty is isn't a warranty that thing those robots keep calling me about those robots are very concerned about extending my car's warranty coverage
0: oh man, don't get me started. I get at least two to three of those calls every day. And that's the reason that people cringe just by hearing the word warranty.
1: And it's really a shame because the word warranty now, like almost as a stigma to it. Could you imagine being an actual human being who has to sell extended warranties for cars?
0: No, I couldn't imagine. That's got to be super frustrating and people are probably hanging up on you all the time. But let's just say it's a lot easier to sell warranty software to Shopify stores. But, you know, let's get all these robocalls off our minds and let's talk about how warranties can actually help us out. So a warranty program, or sometimes called a product protection plan, is a service contract that protects shopper products from certain damages or accidents. At its most basic, a warranty is really just a promise that you're making to your shoppers about a particular item. So like how long it's supposed to last or what condition it's supposed to be in when you receive it. And as an e-commerce merchant, your brand needs to stick by its products. So that's whether you sell them on your e-commerce site or whether you sell them elsewhere. Elsewhere? Oh yeah, it's becoming more and more common of e-commerce retailers to sell their products on multiple channels, and that's where third-party warranties are introduced. Third-party warranties are becoming a lot more popular, and what they do is allow brands to accept warranty claims on purchases that are made outside of their e-commerce site, on places like Amazon or eBay or Best Buy, I mean, you name it. and. What this does is really takes most of the work out of the merchant's hands. But now that we've discussed, you know, what we need to know about warranties, we've introduced third party warranties and we know what both of those things are. Let's touch a little bit more on why the warranty market has expanded so much and why it's become so
1: popular for sure. So question is, why has the warranty market expanded so much? And when you look at the warranty market, it, it makes a lot of sense. So. Uh, allied research just released some numbers saying the global extended warranty market size was valued at 123 billion in 2021 and not to mention it's projected to reach 275 billion by 2031. so with the rise of companies like clyde mulberry extend these all make it easy for shopify stores to add warranty programs to products so when you see those kinds of numbers It really makes you want to hop on board and a lot of different verticals are starting to offer warranty programs that might not have before. Yeah, that's a
0: great call out. And I know we've touched on how warranties have been negatively associated with someone calling you about your, you know, extending your car's warranty. But the thing is, is that car warranties no longer rule the warranty market. And here at Return Logic, we've seen a lot of different verticals use warranty programs as a competitive edge. Some of the verticals we've seen are. Glasses and eyewear, electronics, jewelry, sporting equipment. We've even seen socks, you know, CBD and vapes, and the list goes on and on. And, you know, we you just discussed some of the numbers in the market, and it's high high numbers, high growth in this market, so it really does make sense for retailers to hop on the warranty train. But why are these numbers growing so much, and
1: why are warranties so important to shoppers? Warranties help show that you believe in your product as a brand and that you're willing to fix something if it goes wrong, so it establishes that trust. And this is especially important in e-commerce because consumers that shop online, particularly for expensive products, they need to feel confident that they're making a smart purchase. It's nothing worse than ordering something online, getting it, and having it not meet your expectations.
0: Yeah, the only thing I can think that's worse than that is when you order something online and then you absolutely love it and then a week or two down the road something happens to it and you try to claim your warranty on it and you either can't or the process is just unnecessarily long. And so now you're feeling left uneasy about the whole experience and you're lacking that product that you genuinely enjoyed. What warranties will do is show your shoppers that you're willing to make things right when they inevitably go wrong. Imagine how many packages are being sent out and returned in a single day.
1: Things are bound to happen. Exactly, which leads us to an important question, which is how are warranty requests or warranty returns traditionally managed for Shopify stores?
0: Yeah, so traditionally, warranties have been handled manually on paper or spreadsheets, and they've also been separate from other return types because no other solution has existed to this point.
1: So merchants have two different programs, two different workflows for shoppers, have separate pages on their website for warranties specifically.
0: Yep, and what that does is it silos that data,
1: and it makes the shopper experience and the merchant experience worse off. Yeah, not to mention, I imagine support teams are left having to sift through emails and phone calls to process each request. They have to log each warranty request in a spreadsheet or maybe their ERP to update their inventory and ultimately they still have to resolve this issue. On top of that, merchants don't have that visibility into why warranty claims are happening. They don't have visibility into damaged product trends, defective products, etc. So... Basically they're flying blind, they're losing money and losing customers and they have no idea why. So David, why do you
0: think that people usually manage warranties differently than their other return types?
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. When when a customer puts in a warranty request, they don't actually want to return the product. They just want their issue with it fixed. As opposed to other return types like refunds, exchanges, store credit, where the customer's intention is to give the product back because they're unsatisfied with it. So. I guess the real question we're trying to answer is why is separating warranties from other return types the wrong choice?
0: The simplest answer here is that while the customer may not actually want to get rid of the product, handling a warranty request looks very similar to handling other return requests in that both indicate that something is wrong with the product. They require getting information from the customer about the original purchase, And they need a system for reverse logistics in place to funnel those products backwards through the supply chain. So putting warranty requests in a category separate from your other return types actually forces you to form two separate workflows and double your work. So two separate systems equals two different places that data is stored, double the work,
1: and a worse experience for customers, and it's also harder for your team to manage. Yeah, that's a really interesting way to look at it. And I think to drive the point home, we should dive into the impact that this has on merchant's bottom lines. So let's use some averages here and then break it down. Manually processing a warranty claim takes about 15 minutes on average and costs between, you know, 350 to five bucks per warranty process. And that's just the labor cost. That's not taking into account shipping costs, replacement costs, cost due to churn, cost of fraud, lost out future clv so in short it's incredibly expensive
0: so manually processing warranty requests clearly has an impact on the bottom line but what do merchants stand to gain from having one system to handle warranties exchanges refunds and store credits
1: yeah well first off automating warranty returns and offering warranties as a return type has proven to affect customer behavior by dropping refund rates by as much as 30 percent showing that customers want to keep their purchases if they're given the choice to get their problem solved. So said another way, the average refund rate is usually around 80% if handled manually. Offering warranties as a return type drops that refund rate from 80% to 50%. On top of that, offering warranties on average leads to doubling your average order value, which means higher customer lifetime value since those shoppers aren't choosing their refunds and lastly in addition to that automation enforces legitimate requests and decreases fraud which also protects your bottom line so how do we know all this where are these numbers coming from in the last three or four years or so we process what over a million warranty requests and that number's going up by like two thousand percent every quarter so travis did i miss anything there No, I think you
0: said that perfectly. The only other thing I can stress is it's super important to know what's going wrong with your products. The number one reason for warranty claims is due to damage or defect. So looking into your returns data will allow you to improve your products, which reduces the amount of warranty claims in general. That means less products coming back and more money in your pocket. Remember, your data is gold the more you're able to understand why things are going wrong the more proactive you can be and the better it is for your business so knowing why something is wrong is the first step but then knowing what you can do about it is the thing that gets your business to the next level
1: so if you do want to automate warranty returns and have it all in one system what should you include in your warranty return policy for your shoppers
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So to create a successful warranty return policy, there's some specific details that you need to include so that your shopper knows what is covered or vice versa, what's not covered by their warranty program. Some of these things include whether you're willing to replace, repair, or give a complete refund for the shopper's item, and then whether the shopper must pay for shipping or any other costs. The next thing would be the length of time that the warranty covers the product from the date of purchase. So is it a six-month warranty, a one-year warranty, and so on. And lastly, you need to include what the warranty does not cover. So damages that may be caused by improper use. If you specifically say that your product can hold up to 50 pounds, and somebody was trying to carry 100 pounds with the product, you know, that can be considered improper use and wouldn't be covered under the warranty.
1: For sure. And in that same vein, shoppers want to go through the workflow that works best for them, so they don't always want to chat in or email the support teams. They may just want a self-serve option. So automation is incredibly important here, giving shoppers that choice. But uh, what are some good examples of, of companies who do this well? Yeah, I think the first one that
0: comes to mind is Groove Life's No BS 94-Year Warranty Policy. I think that's just phenomenal. And it's also just so unique compared to
1: all the other warranty programs out there. Man, I love Groove Life. So I lost my Iron Man ring one time. Don't judge me. And I got a new one in a few days without even talking to a rep. And I guess another one that really stood out to me was Gooder. Like, I love those sunglasses. They just stick to your face and their brand is just so fun. And it's like a flamingo or something, but their program is real solid and it's really good. And even if you lose something, if you lose a pair of sunglasses in the lake, if you scratch them, whatever, they're on top of it and they'll get it back to you. I think I got mine in like three days, which is insane.
0: Yeah, both of those companies are great examples. They both have great brands, great products, and a great post-purchase experience. But those two companies are only two examples, and there's a ton of
1: other good ones out there. Yeah, absolutely. So tons of companies do this really well, and we're seeing more and more companies with good warranty programs popping up every day. So this challenge is only going to get bigger, and it's best to get out in front of it earlier.
0: Well said, David. The realization we need to come to here is that the online shopping journey is different from the one that retailers have been used to for generations. And because of that, the way to approach gaining customer loyalty has also changed. Returns were traditionally seen as an indication of failure in brick-and-mortar retail, but they can actually be leveraged as a major marketing tool in e-commerce. What's even more surprising is that offering warranty returns affects customer behavior in in a way that it never has before. So knowing the facts can help retailers leverage their warranty policies and workflows to ultimately increase their average customer lifetime value. So that's all we have for today, folks, and I want to give a special thanks to David for joining me on today's episode, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. Catch another episode, learn more at returnlogic.com, and find us on YouTube. And I'll see you back here on the Returns Management Podcast.